0: Shout out to Eri Hawani for the intro. On this Friday afternoon, British summertime, that is, you are here on the Wrestling Podcast Network, our very own network. My word, my lord. It is the Wrestling Podcast. That's Wrestling Spot, WRST, It's all of the graps, but without the E. But of course, me and G, we're not anti E. We're simply pro wrestling. My name is Liam White. This guy is Gareth. Hey you, my friends, are here for yet another blast into the outer realms of wrestling outside of the big two with the E's in the middle. Um, This is a, it's a different episode to what we planned because we were originally going to be speaking to Mr. Darius Carter from Pro Wrestling Magic. Scheduling issues happen. We're going to be catching up with Darius in due course. But in the meantime, what that has offered us the opportunity to do is to take a look at what was essentially a Hannah Kimura Memorial Day, which was on the 23rd of May. Not least the Hannah Kimura Memorial Show matinee, but also the stardom show, which took took place on the same day, which was a de facto memorial show in its own right. So this is essentially an episode where we get an opportunity to talk about Hannah and talk about these two shows. So strap in, uh, got loads to get through here and uh, should be a nice Easy one, you know, just to reflect and look back fondly on some nice things. Um, so, shall we get started with the Stardom Show first, maybe, Gareth?
1: Well, first of all, I just want to say, can you have a network of one? What do you mean? <laughs> You're saying we're on the uh, Wrestling Podcast Network.
0: It's our network. <laughs> it's our network. That's
1: Okay, it's like the WWE Network. It's exactly. The Network of One.
0: It's the, it's the World Series. Sure. Yeah, you know? okay. Plus, there we yeah. go. If they can get away with it, so can we. And quite honestly, I have a system... And I'm sticking to it.
1: Yeah. So we we're gonna kick off over in, in Stardom.
0: So this wasn't officially billed as a Hanakamura memorial show, but I think everything about it really said that it was mm. in many ways, particularly to the talent involved. Yeah. And,
1: and so this was they were uh wrestling in a, a new venue, a new city, uh Kofu, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, so I think off air we we said it seems odd that they, they chose to run on this day so maybe it was just an obligation to you know the venue they couldn't so. get out of something but you know it doesn't cast them in the most positive of light especially you know after as a, company. Work, as a company and especially you know be it the word being that they weren't necessarily so supportive of the Kimura family post you know Hannah's passing mm. so yeah it's a little bit frustrating
0: yeah no I don't disagree but from a talent perspective it was very clear that you know each and every one of those uh, wrestlers on the roster were keen to uh, make this as much about Hannah as humanly possible there was the the silence at the beginning of the show which is very moving and many of the wrestlers incorporated Hannah's taunts and moves into their matches were referenced in their pre-match promos and post-match promos um so i think it, in many ways they took the took the, the bull by the horns and, you know, made the show what they yeah. felt it needed to be, which I think uh, is something we can appreciate.
1: There was no escaping the significance of the day. You no. know, it would have been hanging over, you know, everybody on the roster. Yeah, um, massively, I'm so.
0: massively so. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with any luck, this time next year, Stardom can maybe put something more official in place mm. um, to, you know, recognise the date. Um, that would be lovely. I think that would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. So let's have a look at this show.
1: It's been a little while since we checked in with Stardom. It has, hasn't I think it? The last time we checked in was uh, the show that was headlined with Tam and Julia in their hair versus hair match. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah, So it's been, right. it's been a couple of months. It has. Yeah, it has. And I've been meaning to dip into Stardom World more. You know, they've got the, the Cinderella tournament that's been raging on, apparently yielding some very very good matches. So when I get some time, I will be going back in uh, in Stardom world and finding finding some of those good ones.
1: This isn't necessarily Stardom related, but you you know this about me. But I find it so difficult to if I can't keep up with everything a promotion's doing, then I basically keep up with nothing a promotion's doing. I'm a very all or nothing individual. Is so it, I,
0: <laughs> it's not impossible to live like that for me I just can't like I would watch nothing if I had to apply that rule.
1: Yeah so there's something I'm trying to shake and just dip in and out you know where necessary or just watch matches in isolation but I do find it a struggle to make myself do that. So you know listeners, Liam, give me a prod and make me watch that. <laughs> because it's not they don't want to, it's just I'm like, oh god, I don't have time to watch that whole show right now, so it just doesn't, nothing happens.
0: Yeah, well, it's always nicer to watch the whole show, isn't it? But I, I have found myself more recently just having a look at the card and going for particular matches. Yeah, It'll stuff take that you know is going to deliver. Yeah. Although I can't help myself, I've always been somebody that's enjoyed the undercard. You know, I like catching yeah. people before they get big. And I can't help myself. I always watch the opening match. Always. And
1: something you you said last week as well is just that you you kind of lose interest in people once they're that established main eventer. It's a it's, the, bit. it's the rise yeah. through the it's the rise through the ranks that is interesting to watch.
0: It's, it's the journey rather than the destination. You know, mm. that's it.
1: So one f- interesting parallel here. It's interesting that this card had a Julia Mayu Singles match on it. Because mm-hmm. I think the very first show of stardom we ever covered was headlined by Julia May Iwatani.
0: Yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? And, you know, what a stinger that was. And this was a lovely match. I would always... I was thinking about how to word this. I would consider this almost like a friendly... Yeah. It, it was... Or an exhibition. You know, they...
1: Julia almost, yeah, in, in a kind of pre-match and post-match promo, almost said as much. That... Yeah.
0: And it was it was still... It was a... a just a great match yeah. with two of the absolute best, you know, in the world right now.
1: They, this wasn't them going a hundred percent, no, but was still a very good match.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was one of those matches where you could just sit back and relax. You know, it wasn't a you know Julia Tam tear up where it's emotional and it's bloody and you're worried. <laughs> yeah. You know, it wasn't that kind of thing. It was it was a match to enjoy. And that's very much what it was. It was a very enjoyable contest. my so smooth. The things that she does, the way she does them is incredible. And then Julia's just got that swagger and that little something extra mm. which just sets her apart. And, you know, you put them together and it's absolute magic.
1: Again, just hearkening back to the first time we saw these two wrestle, it's interesting just how much visually Julia has changed yeah. since that first time, but also it did feel so i don't know if this is something that we're seeing elsewhere on the uh, on shows with julia but she felt more humble here than when we first checked in so with the handshake and the head bow at the start of the match to yeah. to to my you know i think the julia of you know 6 9 months ago you wouldn't have you wouldn't have seen that. So well,
0: I mean, I could be wrong, but I suspect that that was a, a one-off for this particular action.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you're probably right. I just, yeah. I did, I did wonder post head shaving if she was maybe, uh, you know, had a had a tiny little bit of humbleness.
0: Not in your life. No, she's GI Julia. <laughs> she's even more of a badass now. <laughs> it's incredible, though, how she's taken the new look and made that work. You know, you almost can't remember her like she was before. It's like, she's always been like this. And, you know, do you know what I mean?
1: It's funny you say that. I was just kind of going, what what was her gear like before? I really had to like <laughs> stuff and have a have a little think at one point.
0: Seamless. And I think she, you know, she owns it as she does with everything. You know, she, what I like about Julia, is she does those little things. She picks up on those moments to get you through the final third. You know, when she you hear something in the crowd or you you catch a moment and she always jumps on it she always uses it and reacts or uses it as an opportunity to to shout something to the crowd she always finds those openings and makes them adds flourishes and, and makes them special and that's the that's the sort of je ne sais quoi that she possesses that not yeah. many of us do
1: one criticism I do hear quite a lot is that Julie, you know from from stardom fans is that Julia's over pushed you know for the for how good of a wrestler she is mm. but I do think no, I, I, I would I personally I would yeah no I just dis- I disagree just because I think she's got those other things she's because she is a very good wrestler I mean, she's but good. It's, she's got all these these extra you know X factor bits that you know you, you the stuff you can't teach
0: exactly yeah definitely and she she has a very similar set of qualities to people like the rock sting okada people that manage to make you care you know in a if it's you want to see them get whacked or you want their persona protected you know they're because they're slightly bolder characters Mm -hmm. you know there's there's always the added intrigue and i i definitely feel that with julia so no i i think she's She's where she needs to be. and But what I was pleased to see on that subject was that Utami was in the main event here. And that's where she deserves to be. Yeah, right now. definitely. 100%.
1: So, you know, before we of move on to talking maybe a little bit more about the main event, mm. you know, I had a couple of other uh, little ob- observations here. Just I think the second I saw that this match was on this card, I was just like, well, there's no way that's getting a, a decisive finish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, and sure like,
1: enough. You know, there's certain matches where you're like that. It's like when you'd have huge matches on like Aurora Smackdown back in the day and you could see a mile off like, well, there's, you know, there's no way that's getting a decisive victory. And it was just the, just the same here. Yeah, and it's like a team say, and title match, isn't it? So yeah, uh but lots of fun. The ref in this match was incredibly animated, I thought. I don't know yes. if you notice yeah, picked yeah, up yeah. on that. Um just when both of them were down on the mat for quite a while, he he was just I couldn't take my eyes off him. He was just so amusing watching him just yeah get, get dead into it.
0: I don't know the gentleman's name, but he's he's a real draw for me with starting. <laughs> adds a lot to the drama. Yeah.
1: And but yeah, so uh this match ended up going. To a fifteen-minute draw,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah. so and I did like at the very end, you saw Julia's desperation to get to get it done.
0: Yeah, because she's still competitive, you know. She's still that person. Yeah, she wants to, team.
1: you know, have that accolade of yeah. you know getting another singles victory. And over that's all part turning. of the
0: character, you know. That's that's it. That she she's not the type that could let it go, you know. Even with this sort of occasion, she's still got that bit of needle. You know, in a you know, where she wants to she wants to prove a point, you know, she wants to be the one getting a hand raised.
1: And that's why we at this podcast, love, love, love Julia.
0: Yes we do. Yes we do. Julia versus Utami, please.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we'll we'll let's circle back to this at the once we've talked about the main event.
0: Yeah, let's. Yeah. It's nice talking about Stardom. We we should do it more often actually, shouldn't we? <laughs>
1: so we had the main event was a big tag team match. So we had Aphrodite team of, uh, Saya Kamitani and Utami Hayashishita. No, <laughs> Utami Hayashita, uh, taking on the cosmic angels team of Tamnakana and Mina Shirakawa. No, Mina Shirakawa. So, uh, Last they, they made it clear ahead of the... I like that you're enjoying me struggling to get... Because usually I leave this to you. Uh,
0: <laughs> Anybody who's listened to us for a while knows I struggle with the, the pronunciation sometimes. So it's quite enjoyable watching you. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, well, it's more just because I know the correct pronunciation. Yeah. And yeah. then I slip and say it incorrectly. I'm like, mm-mm. No, that's wrong. I, I kind know, of self yeah. self censor. I'm like and then, no. and the
0: further we go down the you know the Japanese wrestling road, and, we're, and we are getting further and further down there. Yeah, the more you want to get it right and yeah. make sure that it's all A plus. So is yeah.
1: it is a respect thing?
0: Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right.
1: But yeah, so we had Aphrodite taking on the Cosmic Angels Tandem, and last time, time these two teams met, uh, there was no winner. So both teams sort of pre match were saying how keen they were to win you know and we've got Aphrodite aligned up already to be the next challengers for the tag team titles Whew. so Cosmic Angels obviously you know the storyline we're obviously thinking well if we can get a victory over Aphrodite that puts us in line for a tag team title shot as well mm. so you know a lot on the line here Aphrodite wanted that momentum Cosmic Angels wanted a tag title shot so yeah a lot everything to play for here
0: absolutely yeah and it was good stuff. It showed in the match, you know. I thought this was a really, really good match, really fun tag team match. I like everybody in this one, but I'm really getting into the Cosmic Angels.
1: Mm, yeah, they're really growing on me.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't think I I got the Kwai thing initially. That was that was just not something that really clicked with me. But I'm kind of getting in more now, yeah. and you know, and like the, the the preamble and. They're so silly and they're funny and they've got a sort of, oh, I don't know, I'm going to get slaughtered for this, like a hint of the iconics about them in, the t- in terms of the way that they're interacting with one another. Mm-hmm. Tam and Mina, that was. And yeah, it's just, that they're just very likable. And it helps as well when you know that Tam has that murderous streak in her. You know, <laughs> we've seen it. that already this year. And and that adds a lot. But I think Mina's fantastic. You know, she's... um. She's somebody that's coming on leaps and bounds. Oh, truly. You know, I, I really enjoy her stuff. And yeah, up against two of the very best in stardom at the second, I would say, in Insai and Utami. Utami for me is just awesome. Again, has a has a presence to her different to Julia, but um intriguing, compelling nonetheless. And I think she's very much growing into the role of sort of top dog, and mm. you're seeing it more and more every match. The post-match promo felt very assured, albeit you know I didn't. I was reading on subtitles, but I thought her delivery sounded good, and you know the way she sort of held held court in the ring when she was delivering that smacked of somebody that was starting to feel themselves, you know, starting to get that confidence. So yes. yeah, I, th- I think she's she's the real deal. I'm really enjoying her.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So uh, you know, a worthy main event of you know. Any stardom card at the moment?
0: Yeah, definitely. And
1: it's easy to say, well, this is just the head. You know, this is the headlining matches. It's a depleted roster here, but no, I could ha- quite happily see this headlining any any stardom card.
0: Oh, definitely. And I, I'd like to see it again, maybe a little bit longer.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. We 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 may we may get to see that hopefully in the not too distant future.
0: But uh, I do like the idea of this um, Aphrodite versus Julian and Shuri match. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's exciting. Gonna
1: be, that's going to be good, you know. And I do so circling back as as I said, we would. I do think that we're that's maybe a way of setting up a singles Utami Julia confrontation.
0: Could well be. Could well be. Although it's interesting that Julia hasn't made it to the the final four of the the Cinderella mm. tournament at that time of recording, so she's not. Immediately in the mix, but Mm. it does feel like that's the that's the plan. You know, that feels like the match. You know, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be this year, but it feels like it's
1: the match. That's the that's one that's got to be sort of on the cards. Yeah, in the not too distant future. But yeah, you know, again, so yeah, this match was was a real goodie. I just like your attention to how much I love Tams cartwheel into like the the knees like the kick yeah i don't really know necessarily how to describe it but it always looks beautiful and terrible in equal measure
0: (laughs) yeah and the other thing i wanted to mention about time as well is that when you see people jump from the top rope to the outside they tend to you know sail they tend to fall you know but it's always with you know, relatively low velocity onto you know a group of people. Mm-hmm. Tam comes off that thing like a bullet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it, it's a very convincing move. You know, you think, oh wow, okay, I see why she took the risk there. You know, that's yeah, uh and some serious
1: damage. She's creamed her.
0: Um, so, yeah, I I think that's really cool, and I'd like to see more people, you know, attack her with that sort of velocity.
1: Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So she she really has something about her, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, I'm on the Tam train. Big time. Yep. Really cool.
1: So, yeah, this one ended with a beautiful German bridging suplex from Utami to put Mina away. Mm. Um, And just gives Aphrodite that momentum heading into their tag team title match.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a biggie. I'm really looking forward to that match. I I love a tag team match. It's interesting. I've heard a, a few people that you know i know and respect <laughs> in this in this world so it suggests that they're not not big lovers of tag team matches well, and i'm thinking you know, what like i love a tag team match uh
1: one-time guest beth harris has said as much
0: beth was on my mind when i was saying that among others though not just that but yeah you know calling I... you
1: out beth Tag team is <laughs> great you're wrong
0: <laughs> but you know t- tag team matches for me are generally some of the best matches on the card like not when they're filler and they're you know thrown together teams but when you've got you know proper squads like this and there's stakes you know that's really good stuff you know you heart back to that Aussie Open Velocities match from a couple of weeks ago I mean mama mia that was that was wild so yeah tag team wrestling is is the one
1: yeah there looks like there's going to be another you know top caliber tag title match with Aussie Open coming up shortly
0: There's an MCW show that week as well, so I'm thinking Australia special too. Yeah, yeah,
1: back to more Australia.
0: That seems crazy right now. That seems absolutely bananas right now. But anyway, we're very way off course. Fun little match. This is a fun little card actually overall. Um, Earlier in the show, we had the Queen's Quest team of Azumi and Momo Watanabe against the Oedo-Tai tandem of Natsukatora and Ruka. Slightly surprised to see Oedo Tai come up short in this one. Mm. Again, given the um the link to Hannah. But you know, a fun match nonetheless. And I'm never not impressed with Azumi. You, know, you yeah. watch her, and you just think this is like the next the next incarnation of wrestling. Yeah, one of you my faves. She it's like she's from the future. Mm. You know, she's come back and she's showing us what it's gonna be. You know, very, very <laughs> cool. And the uh, match before that stars uh Hanan and Starlight Kid against Lady C and Unagi. Again, fun little tie team match. Like this one a lot. Did like the uh little bit of heat between Unagi and Hanan mm. after the match, uh leading into that future stardom championship uh clash they've got coming up. Hanan's somebody that's really coming on as well. She and um Hina. That they're both starting to really look the part of yeah. it. I think they're incredibly young. I forget how young. I don't think either of them are 16 yet. No, just just crazy, yeah. Which is just madness to me. But, um, you know, they're, they're, they're so, so good and just yeah. getting better all the time. And speaking of Hina, she was in the opener. Um, getting
1: battered by, by Micah.
0: One of my absolute favourites and somebody who I think is having a low-key, very, very strong 2021 in mm. Micah. And I would love to see Micah... Get that top out at some point. I know she challenged Itami earlier in the year, so it's probably not going to happen anytime soon. But she's somebody that I think is is poised to do big it's, things. It's
1: in her future, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's, I think so. I think so.
1: It's it's a matter of of when, not if.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. So there we go. Good stuff from Stardom there, and despite you know,
1: the depleted roster, indeed, you know, it's and still, of, still a good card.
0: Lots of touching moments, you know, with regards to Hannah post-match stuff seeing Julia well up was so sort of, you know you only see the character mm. and you're so used to this sort of badass sort of hardened character. So it was quite uh, moving quite shocking in a way to to see her you know quite emotional when talking about it um and talking about Hannah so that was that was lovely and you could really get the sense of what um an early sense of what hannah meant to this company and this um this roster in particular so but we'll we'll see more of that as we get on to um the memorial show
1: yeah so i think we'll take a quick break here and we'll be back with our take on matinee we move you know we kind of came on really on board the Joshi train late you know like post hannah so for us you know it's been, you know, we've whilst we've you know can't say we were huge fans of her and her work. We can see how much she mattered to everybody in you know the, the entire scene, and not even just in Japan across across the world. Yeah, The, you know, the outpouring of support from from fans, from fellow wrestlers. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. You know, it's it's it's, it's obviously incredibly touching and you know we followed it at the time yeah you know, when the new when the news came out that of this sort of tragic incident um and yeah we've we've we kind of followed it at the time and obviously at the time you could tell just how cut up everybody was and you know that seems to be something that has continued i don't think i i do wonder whether this uh event will allow sort of certain sections of the sort of the fan base and you know maybe other wrestlers to do a little bit of healing
0: yeah provide a bit of closure maybe because mm. um, it was interesting in many ways to to watch this unfold over social media you know in the last week or so uh, I've seen a lot of the accounts that uh, follow us and thank you very much for that and you know a lot of accounts that I follow on my personal talking about this show and what it meant to them and this has been a conversation that's been going on all, all week it wasn't just specific to this day and it clearly had a huge effect and yeah I think you're right it, I think there's a there's a healing quality to this show much in the same way that there was to the, the Brodie Lee Memorial that AEW mm. did you know it was an opportunity for people to come together. Um, and to, to
1: celebrate a life
0: to celebrate a life and to feel but feel together you know you're not alone mm. you know I think that was important particularly you know after the year that we've just had where you know a lot of these emotions would have been felt in isolation so yes. I think that it's it's it served multiple roles and you know and then did them all very very well and you know I I think it above all you know did hannah kimura justice and and her family justice you know it really and that,
1: and that certainly seems to be from what i'm seeing the consensus like yeah. everybody you know seems to absolutely adore what this show had to offer mm. um you know it really yeah it seems to sort of really hit hard but in the right ways
0: yeah and i think it's one of those things that you know where we we are still i suppose relatively new to it joshi albeit we're you know through this podcast and through the work uh, that we've been doing with inside the ropes and others you know we're getting very stuck in indeed and getting sort of a not a crash course but you know submerged as it submerged in the stuff really yeah um,
1: and we've yeah. been lucky enough to have almost a bit of an inside track yes. on, track on it you know from not least from speaking to people involved in absolutely. the scene, absolutely, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, we've been we've been very fortunate there. Um, you know, and you you do. I think we've definitely seen sort of just how, yeah, how how important that you know this this has been to the to the scene. And yeah, yeah, we yeah we're just you know from our perspective, we're we're doing our best to you know honor Joshi wrestling and hopefully. You know, I would really like for us at some point to maybe it would be lovely if um, anybody listening that has been a huge fan of Hannah, if you could recommend some important stuff to for us to go back and watch. Just I think that would be you know, it's something that would be irrespective of this now us talking about this. That's something I do really want to do. Yeah, I would love to go back and you know, have a bit of a an a, an overview of the. All too short career that she had.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think it's also worth saying that, you know, with this show, you know, well, certainly from my perspective, I, don't, I can't speak for you, Gareth, but you know, when I was watching it, and you know, I was I was moved in many in many mm. parts of it, and you know, and certainly kind of you know brought a smile to my face in many cases, you know, just um, you know the the celebration aspect. Definitely. Of it. And I think that's very impressive particularly considering that there's a huge amount of this show that i'm sure we wouldn't have been able to interpret because of our you know relative um
1: uh, newness to the fandom
0: yes absolutely absolutely and so you know that's incredible that i still managed to translate in any way shape or form and one thing i did come away thinking about is that you know it's um i think one of the one of the bigger compliments that i could give to this show was that not only did it provide a, a wonderful send off um you know for fans of, of Hannah, but I think it also in many ways provided a a unique introduction, you know, for people that have been less familiar with her work. You know, you really got to see mm. what she as a wrestler meant to the fan base. And also, you know, with some of the video packages and a lot of the callbacks and, you know, I think the English commentary team did a really good job. Oh, definitely. Of Breaking some of that down, you're almost introduced if you were a, a relatively new fan like we are.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, and one thing I'd really like to say about this this show was just how joyful it felt. Yeah, yeah. Which absolutely. seems to be the right tone to to hit. Um, you because know, I and I I didn't feel, you know, whereas the Stardom show felt well worked but not joyful. Like mm-hmm. by having like that kind of moment of silence and stuff, which again is important. That but the it wasn't a kind of joyful celebration of a of a life.
0: Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Yeah, I think they really managed to capture that element of her well, and yeah, it was it was a celebration, which is which is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely wonderful.
1: So, getting into the the show itself. Mm-hmm. So, one thing I think you touched on a little bit that really made me realize is just despite how far we've gone how far there still is to go in terms of knowing the Japanese wrestling scene my word
0: yeah there's so much to learn so much to learn even still and
1: but that's exciting exciting. yeah
0: it is exciting yeah
1: I love that you know we're probably not we're not even halfway (laughs) into kind of knowing everything that's out there
0: well we're very much on the the here and now aren't we yeah you know and it's the the history that we're missing in many cases. So, yeah, you know, getting a chance to learn about that is is great. But, yeah, definitely, there's a ways to go. And there was also on this one, and it's incredible to see some of the people that turned out for this, you know, the um, Irregular Battle Royal, for example. You had the likes of Shima, Masato Tanaka, you know, big names, you know, globally, you know, appearing on this one. Mm-hmm. Super delphin, gosh, you know.
1: Uh, I thought... It was an all-too-short uh, run in the Battle Royale by Jinsei Shinzaki.
0: Ah, oh, Jinsei Shinzaki. He, didn't, is,
1: he looked incredible.
0: Mate. Traps for days. The Traps for days. He was the coolest back in the day, man, when he was Hakushi. I remember what, he was one of the first people I watched as a, as a wrestling fan when I you know, stumbled across WWF. I think he was wrestling Bret Hart, I want to say. I'm just like, wow! This guy looks like the business. He's so cool. I, th-
1: I think it should be illegal to eliminate him when he was trying to do his uh, his rope walk.
0: Yes, absolutely right. Because he's, you know, he's no spring chicken. He's walking on the <laughs> bloody ropes for goodness' sake. You know, yeah,
1: absolutely. But, so this this battle royale was obviously tons of fun, and you know, I would just, you know, without going into too much detail, I would just encourage you. You know, if even if you you know, weren't necessarily familiar with Hannah. This is such a a fun, joyful show to to watch. Uh yeah, and I just wanna compare this to the stardom sort of Legends Battle Royale that do you remember when we talked about that? I I think this you know is you can kind of compare them sort of similarly, sort of apples to apples here. And but I thought this did a much better job of just having those fun spots and like a bit of a, a, a kind of through line through the match that kept it fun for the duration
0: yeah i don't disagree and you know with that one we were you know similarly shorthanded in terms of the the references and you know some of the the callbacks but yeah i think you're right this this did a really good job of just kind of carrying you through which yeah. was yeah lovely uh, really good
1: stuff. I, I do i wonder if the english commentary helped on that front. I think
0: he almost certainly did. And I I really do think um Ian Rickabane and Cheeseburger did a fantastic oh, job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, Ian's it, a great commentator. He he is. He's he is. a really great commentator. And I um, thought Cheeseburger was brilliant.
1: Yes. I I really like Cheeseburger. He's he's a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Um but yeah, so this this was a lot of fun. This this Battle Royale. Um and so we had uh was it Ram Kai Chow won yes, won the match?
0: Indeed, yeah. Last eliminating
1: Shima and Tanaka, the smallest <laughs> member of the uh the battle royale, wins the whole damn thing in, in just shy of 30 minutes.
0: Ram's the name I'm seeing around a lot at the second. Um I feel like she's uh, she's somebody that's starting to you know get get a bit of momentum with some of the work she's doing with Ice Ribbon as well. So mm, yeah, mm. very cool to see.
1: Definitely, yeah. Mm. And just so, it is wonderful so many promotions had representatives
0: it was uh, like 19 or something yeah. like that it's yeah. just it's huge it was, Fantastic. it was just
1: and i just think thats it's so nice to see the scene come together for something yeah. to cooperate yeah. you know allow allow your kind of people to pop up on on a on a show important like so important like this
0: well, you know, I don't, we don't need to get too far into it, but I really do think, particularly in you know fandom, you know, it's needlessly tribal, mm. and it doesn't need to be a, no. at all. You know, it's it's all wrestling, and mm-hmm. you know, just like what you like and don't watch what you don't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, no that's that's good. the simplest thing. Like, it's as, it's as simple as that.
1: And I do think, again, that's really been the through line of our podcast. Is yes. we just want to talk about the stuff we enjoy. We don't want to hate watch stuff
0: no, definitely and it's always awful when we do have to we review something and it turns out we don't like it yeah and, and, but you know we try and find the positives where possible yeah and we always try and
1: yeah we were trying to be constructive criticism mm-hmm. we tried to levy against stuff if we haven't enjoyed it we don't just trash stuff for the sake of trashing nah,
0: stuff no nah, that's that's not where it's at, at all that's not.
1: um I do want to say I think Mill Mongoose might be my new favorite wrestler
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was incredible great name in that opening in that opening six six (laughs) man tag
0: what a perfect name my word how has that not been a cartoon maybe it has been maybe it has been
1: Uh, so good but and again i what what i really enjoyed about this match was again it was really joyful and all these like wacky masked wrestlers but that could all just really go as well Yeah,
0: yeah 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 definitely and
1: i hadn't heard of
0: a single one of these no same absolutely yeah,
1: so I was I was mesmerized. I was so captivated by this match. It was I think the perfect way to kind of kick off a show.
0: But that's what I like, you know. I like not knowing who people are. You know, I like finding new people. That's the fun of it. It's you know? the
1: uh, the Pokemon trainer in you You've got, to, it got is. to catch them all.
0: You you're not wrong and I'm yeah, you know, in the early stages of playing Pokemon Shield at the moment. So yeah, I'm very much in that headspace right <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> incredible what did you pick as your starter
0: i went for a grookey which is the um grass type is like a grass monkey yeah um but what i'm doing with this one this is a massive tangent sorry anybody that hates pokemon just skip ahead um
1: i hope you've got a pseudo wudo in your uh, <clears throat> contingent
0: you're you pseudo wudo but um <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> what i'm doing with this one is i'm not looking up anything so mm. i don't know anything about it i don't know what pokemon are available um all of these new Pokemon are completely fresh on me. I don't know what type they are. don't know when they evolve. So I'm just playing it completely. How fun. Yeah, it, it's, it's a good laugh so far.
1: So back to the matter at hand. Back to,
0: back to the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this co-main event.
1: Yeah. Well, originally slated to be the main event.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. This is my first time watching Kagetsu wrestle. Yes, same. And fortunately, I got to see her wrestle twice. Um, she's fantastic.
1: Yeah. What, she's what somebody that
0: Beth always talks about. Yeah. You know, and I, I, you know, because you know, Beth's always talking about Oedo Tai. And, you know, for me, they've always been a bit of a bit of sort of a fringe outfit, you know, in a way. You know, sort of it's not an afterthought, but not necessarily. I, I, I don't think we've caught the best end of them in terms of where our entry point with stardom, et cetera, was. But yeah just fantastic so so cool, great offense looks the part gosh what can we, what can we do to get her healed up and you know if if we slip back into Pokemon, can we just take her to one of those pet centers <laughs> and get her healed up so she yes. can start resting full time? She was fantastic, and it makes me want to delve into the back catalog immediately
1: but that's uh, yeah, and that's not to discount how good Hazuki was as well, who also no, Hazuki also is, is brilliant. Is retired. like both the the pair of them were awesome and yeah again it just makes me sad that we got on the joshi train as late as we did
0: well i gather there's a bit of a rumbling that hazuki might be in a position to yeah. do something more regularly and get yeah. to less so but i i understand she expressed an interest in maybe getting back involved but not in a wrestling capacity okay,
1: okay. yeah
0: that's per beth harris <laughs> <laughs> our inside source um but yeah it was really cool to get to see these guys wrestle for the first time and you know they're uh, uh teamed up with two of our favorites in konami and Def san Keori yonimana uh gokiken death fukiken whatever you whatever, want to call her yeah whatever you want to call her she's wonderful and all guys
1: yeah whatever name she's wrestling under she's awesome doesn't matter she's still awesome one, one of my one of my faves absolutely like and, and I just remember yeah. the very first time we covered Stardom, I was immediately. I think I went off on a big tangent about her just because I loved the I loved the gimmick and yeah. then and then she just surprised by being a really good wrestler as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and versatile, so versatile. The stuff she was doing with Chucky P earlier in the year, lots to her. Really, really good fun, and nice to see her as well back in this guys because the 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 Fuka game death stuff from the little bits I've seen is just. Very sad, you know. That's a sad, sad. Yeah,
1: clan. it would have been. It would have been too sad to have had that on this. this you can't clan. have
0: a sad, sad clown no. here. No, absolutely no. not. Um, they're up against Oscar, or as you may know them, uh, Venny from the AW uh, Eliminator Tournament, Mia Momono, uh, Natsupoi, and Shuri from Stardom as well. Yeah, really fun uh, eight-person tag here. Great yeah. action all around, and. What a year Asuka's having. Oh, absolutely. Every time I watch them, I think, good lord, this this person is incredibly yeah, good.
1: Yeah, I, I think...
0: Wildly so. I
1: think they're going to be somebody that people that don't follow Joshi are going to be very aware of very soon, I think. Yeah. I think they're going to break out.
0: Next big thing, I would say. And freelance as well, which is super interesting. Mm. Uh, Uh, the seedling show that was earlier in the week if you haven't seen that show a little spoiler coming up so just skip ahead Uh, but they became a double champ so they've got the singles championship and also the tag and then Ryu Mizunami also of AEW fame um, but more accurately (laughs) loads and loads of Joshi fame uh, returned as well from her excursion over in the States and they're going to have a big old singles clash and Good lord. I'm down for that. We're getting treated, yeah. But yeah, I think Asuka is definitely somebody to watch.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I really love that they got put over so huge on this show.
0: Yeah, yeah, big time. And deservedly so. Yeah, absolutely. And so we did get this impromptu additional main event, uh, a singles match between Asuka and Kagetsu And I think, you know, in many ways, the Kagetsu retirement caught people off guard because it, you know, happened essentially over Christmas in uh, twenty nineteen, I think it was, or twenty twenty, um, and people didn't have as much time to, you know, savor as they might have expected. Yes. So here, you know, almost it, it, you were treated, weren't you, as a fan? Mm. And I think that's sort of added to the joy of the show as well in many ways because you know you are getting this slightly unique, slightly special. Uh, showcase of somebody that was not only integral to Hannah's career, but also a uh, you know, major player in uh, Joshi and Stardom in particular as well. And just an absolute bangerang of a match here. Uh, anyway, in 11 minutes, um, breezed by, but a killer match. These guys, you know, for somebody that's been out of the ring for a long time, yeah. Kigetsu you know, really took her lumps, you know, ask her, be the living... Hello, uh, various stages. <laughs> Some of those kicks were absolutely nasty, but yeah, really good stuff. Mm. What a lovely, lovely way to finish the show.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. And From then, an in ring point of view. Yes. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on in the eight person tag that mm. I just wanted to bring up is the little uh, moment of Tokyo, the former Tokyo Cyber Squad members posing together with J- Jungle Kiona coming in the ring oh, as yes. well. Good Lord. And yeah. then briefly all posing together, yeah, you know, Konami and Jungle before Konami quickly comes to her senses and wa- wallops uh, Jungle out of the ring.
0: But <laughs> well, that was one of those nice little moments, and a real rarity in Japan as well, you know, where you're sort of not breaking character, but you know you're, you're going going back on what's canon. Mm. But there we go. Looking forward to seeing Jungle when she gets back. Absolutely, to, to I I,
1: I really miss, I really. Jungle Kona was one of my early immediate favourites from Stardom. So, yeah, yeah.
0: I think I, I gather it's a bit of a um a thankless fandom in many ways, not dissimilar to <laughs> Ishii. You know, you're, you're desperate for them to win the big one, and never never comes. It's not just happening. It's just not happening. But yeah, fingers crossed. We live in hope. <laughs> and then we had um you know a range of video packages, um and also some ceremony in the ring. Yeah.
1: Just incredibly touching stuff. Yeah, it was.
0: It was, and just really delicately handled, and yeah, lovely. So, really good. And again, it, well, another compliment I can, you know, happily afford this show is that you know when I finished watching it, I had a smile on my face. Yeah, and, you know, it it filled me with joy, which was, you know, as opposed to sadness, which is you know, kudos to them.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it's the kind of highest compliment you can you can pay a show like this, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so there you go. That is the, you know, the the legend of Hanakamura crystallized in many ways there. And, um, uh, you know, I hope that... Perhaps, you know, we get more opportunities to revisit her work here on the podcast. Uh, I'm sure we'll be able to. But as Gareth said, if you've got some recommendations, please, please, please chuck them over. Yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to hear those.
1: One of the things where we're in our own feed now is we can just record and drop random stuff. So, you know, maybe we do a, a Hannah Kimura deep dive and reunite to talk about that down the road.
0: Sounds good to me. Just yeah. as a little extra, perfect. I'd love that. I'd love yeah. that.
1: So you know, do let us know if that's something you'd be interested in us, us putting together. Like, because I think, irregardless, we'll be going back and watching some Hannah matches. But you know, if there's the desire, for, you know, to hear us chat about it as well, then we're all for it.
0: Yeah, perfect. Good stuff. So that wraps up uh, the Hannah Kamura Memorial Show, and let's just head to. A little bit of chat about other things going on in the industry, as well as what's going to be happening next week. Here is a derder,
1: Matinee.
0: So, a few different bits and bobs going around that are noteworthy, worth having a chat about. Um, one of our favourites. We do love our New Japan dads, and Satoshi Kojima of the Bread Club, Cozy, has uh, arrived in Impact Wrestling, and interestingly made a, an immediate beeline for Joe Doring, who's mm-hmm. somebody who he clashed with regularly in All Japan. Something that I didn't realize about Kojima was I believe he's the only person to have held the All Japan Triple Crown and the New Japan IWGP heavyweight belt simultaneously. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is which is interesting. What an and, achievement that is. Yeah, and yeah, it doesn't stop there, actually, because this is not his... First in in the US by any stretch, he enjoyed a very fruitful stay in MLW. Yeah, MLW champion.
1: Ago. And he I was at the, term,
0: the longest running champion. He I mean, was just over a year. So, very cool to see Cozy in the States. I love this open door policy at the second. You know, we've had LP, you have Finjuice, uh, in impact. It's obviously, really went over to AW recently. Uh, Rennerita, Rocky Romero is there as well. So, it's just cool, man. I love the, the drawbridge bringing down, you know, as of As written, news is coming out today. There's word that uh, WWE in talks with New Japan about kind of setting up an exclusive relationship. And just by nature of that word "exclusive," that would suggest they just don't get what is making this fun. It's not exclusivity; it's open door policy. It's working together in a holistic fashion. Yeah, yeah. you know, you know. So the word
1: is that they, you know, they don't want to be like a walled garden you know, but...
0: Well, don't be then.
1: Yeah, getting another promotion to be in a walled garden with you still makes you a walled garden.
0: Yeah, it's just, oh, come on, you know. I'd I'd love them to come to the party. No, They've got great people, why not? Um, Well, and there's
1: people on the roster that are underutilised, like, why not let them go off and, you know, find themselves, have a little excursion elsewhere.
0: But I just, uh, when I read that, I just thought, gosh, they just don't get it, do they? That's, you know that's the issue don't be don't be isolated you don't need to be yeah that isolation is that huge yeah
1: yeah is is boring
0: i fear for new japan in many ways if they do go down this road because you know everything that we've seen recently suggests that if you get involved you eventually get absorbed and
1: yeah it never it never ends well
0: as we know all too well here in the uk unfortunately uh that's uh our scene (laughs) i believe it's on a thursday night now um but you know it's, it's sad to see that go in many ways yeah, um
1: excited to see uh kojima Terra app on on in a u.s promotion
0: 100 percent, yeah very cool indeed and that match with joe Doring would be good fun like the callbacks yeah. there
1: so we'll, uh, we'll be covering against all odds i'm sure
0: yeah we'll touch on that and uh yeah some interesting news coming out of ddt so you had the uh the ddt tag tournament uh has been raging on, and uh, the three-seven Kamina uh, emerged from that victorious. We took it. Yeah, so our main man, friend of the Kesterman, show, yeah, and uh, and Shimna as well. So they walked away uh, with the tournament title. Very cool stuff. And then also, brackets have been released for King of DDT twenty twenty-one, and there are some very enticing first round matchups. Indeed, just a couple off me. the top. Uh, Endo versus Chris Brooks. Ooh. Uh, Ueno UNO versus Charisma. Mm-hmm. Jinokayama versus Shinma. Ooh. That's a real clash of personalities, isn't
1: it? Um, R.I.P. Shinma.
0: And you know, that's just on one half of the bracket, but you've also got the likes of um, Naomi uh, Yoshimura. You've got Mao. You've got Akito Takeshita's in there. Sakaguchi's in there. Good, Harashima's, good but Harashima's in there. Yeah, absolutely. So very cool. Watch. Yeah, excited for that. So that's going to be good fun as well.
1: So I imagine that's kicking into high gear once we're the other side of Cyber Fight Festival.
0: Cyber Fight Festival. And whilst we're talking about Cyber Festival, you should know that next week we're going to be talking about CyberFight Festival, but not just us. No, we will have a very special guest. Now, we can't reveal the name of this guest at the moment. But we're sworn to secrecy. We're sworn to secrecy. But you are going to want to tune in for this one. It's an interview with somebody that we haven't spoken to before. So you can deduce this as you go. We haven't spoken to this person before. They are on the Cyberfight Festival card. They are a member of the Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling roster. That's about all that we can give you.
1: Yeah, we'd, we'd be uh, excommunicated. We'd be thrown off the airwaves yeah. if we were to reveal this name. or give you any further clues.
0: However, what you can do is keep an eye on our social media um we're on twitter and instagram it's at wrestling pod that's wrestling RVE, and we will be announcing it in due course so do keep an eye on that uh we'll be announcing this one next week it's going to be a big one we are super duper excited for it so yeah going to be lots of fun just also um if i may just get a real quick plug in uh, i did an interview with uh president takagi a second interview uh, we had the opportunity to Speak last year in October, and this was a follow-up interview because so much of what he said in that original uh, conversation has since come to pass. You know things like the AEW excursions and uh, uh, more uh, English content, and of course, ultimately the Saitama Super Arena show, which will be CyberFight Festival. So it was really interesting to see what's next. And, so you fascinating! Know, his
1: yeah, I-, I love getting this insight into President Takagi's brain.
0: He's the man, right? Like, if you had a wrestling company, he's probably who you want. Yeah. Steering. And the ship, right?
1: I like that he's uh, further uh, incited his own being run over by uh, <sighs> by Noah.
0: Mate, I shouldn't have brought that up. She's <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, she's gonna kill that man. But you know, then he he set the world on fire by you know teasing you know what would happen if Noah. And uh, John Moxley met up every <laughs> day to me. <laughs> and the replies to the uh, the tweet I put out about the interview were exclusively on that yeah. topic. And yeah, why not?
1: It's funny what people gravitate, you know, grab onto and gravitate to.
0: Well, I think it speaks as well to just how hot Noah is yes. right now. Actually, oh. Noah is a thing. And, you know, she's doing big, big, big things over in Tokyo Joshi Pro. So very cool indeed. All right, mate i think that pretty much wraps us for this week unless you've got anything else no i think that's it fabulous okay folks so we'll see you next week for this CyberFight festival exclusive interview really really excited about that one uh, in the meantime stay happy stay safe and enjoy the grabs